Hello, and welcome to Never Seen It, a podcast about movies that we haven't seen yet. I'm one of your hosts, Betsy, and with me, as always, is my co-host and my husband, it's Trent. I'm always here. You are always here. Uh, We now return to our regularly scheduled programming of whatever this is. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for rolling with a couple of series. But yeah, we're going to be kind of getting into... A little of this, a little of that in the next coming weeks. We'll probably sprinkle in some Oscar movies, some old stuff. We're not really sure, but that's the fun of it. Yeah, we got some business to take care of here. Uh, So the movie we are watching today is one of these movies that is in Oscar consideration. We got the buzz. Yeah, very much an Oscar buzz. And we're watching it today because uh, it's still available for free. Full disclosure. Free-ish HBO. Yeah. It's on right. HBO. It's on HBO. So we are watching King Richard. Yes. So we haven't watched this one yet, obviously, hence the name of the podcast. Uh, not for any particular reason other than we just haven't gotten to it yet. We busy. We busy. And uh, we've got a lot of different movies on our plates. So we're watching it now because now we have a reprieve. Uh, yeah. New one. What do you know about it, Trent? So it's Will Smith. It's Will Smith. Grabbing for that Oscar. (laughs) Again. He's got one, right? He has none, Trent. He has none Oscars. None Oscars. But he has been nominated nominated at least three times. times, At least three times. Yeah. Uh, So it's it's Will Smith playing Serena and Venus Williams' father. Correct. Richard Williams. One would assume. (laughs) Yes. I assume that's his name. (laughs) I don't know anything about this story. It doesn't surprise me that somebody in their life was the profound influence that got them to where they are. Yeah. Obviously, Venus and Serena Williams, superstar tennis players. 100%, yeah. They um, have so many awards. Now, I, I mean, I've heard just anecdotally the stories of their father encouraging his daughters to be the best. Mm-hmm. As a lot of parents do when it comes to sports. Right. And... You know, they're, they're a, a very unique situation, you know. Um, Growing you, up when they did and where they did. When they did, where they did. In a in a predominantly white sport. Right. And, you know, two little black girls growing up trying to be the best, you know, women's tennis players of all time. It's not a story you're going to really hear uh, all that often in, in other uh, capacities. So, no. yeah, it's it's an interesting story, I'm sure. Um I'm hoping that they don't focus too much on the father and more. I want to hear more about the girls because they're really the stars here. I know the father was very much, you know, pushing them and training them and whatever else. But, you know, in, in the end, it's th- their performance and it's their skill mm-hmm. that, you know, has gotten them where they are today. I'm expecting a feel-good sports movie. Yeah. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting from what I've heard about this so far and how it's been received. Uh It's got pretty good reviews. Uh, I definitely think that we're going to see Will Smith doing his his thing, flexing those acting chops. Yeah, and like... I don't know anybody else who's in this except for... uh, What's his name? Berenthal? John Berenthal? John Berenthal, yeah. Yeah, from The Walking Dead. He shows Among up Among other this. things. Amongst he's gotten He's gotten a lot of work since then. Right. Um, Most people know him from that, though. That's certainly what we know him from. Sure, that's where he got his big break. But I don't know anybody else in this. I don't think so either. I know that Venus and Serena were very much uh, involved in the making of this Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. Now, my understanding here is that they kind of polish well, sure. his father, their father's reputation because he has a reputation of being a very much a hard ass uh, to his daughters and to a lot of other just, just stuff in general because he's so driven to make them as successful as possible. But that's the case with a lot of people whose parents were like this. Yeah. Like somebody told me a story this summer that Beyonce's parents yeah. would make her and her friends who she was in a girl group as a as a kid, they would run and sing in high heels. Yeah. They would run full on sprinting yeah. because it would give them 
more breath control and you don't become Beyonce by taking it easy and resting on your laurels. Right. (laughs) Same thing. You don't become Venus and Serena Williams. Same thing with Tiger Woods. Yeah. Tiger Woods' dad was the same way. Behind every athlete, singer, every legendary person, there was some guy who was kind of an asshole, but doing it in such a way that you are successful. Sure. Whether you resent them for it or you appreciate them for it or both. Sure. <laughs> but you don't get there without them. Right. You know, at, at whatever you think of it, you don't get there without them. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. And you, I don't expect anything less from this kind of a movie for them to polish it. Sure. Because why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. You want him to be liked. You want this movie to be successful. Nobody wants to watch a movie about a guy being a dick to his kids. <laughs> sure. And, you know... I, for as far as like Will Smith is concerned, I haven't really seen a whole lot of his movies where he's just being an actor. It, that that it isn't like a comedy. Or, oh, you mean just like his, it straight? His like dramatic roles. Sure. Like I've seen I Am Legend mm-hmm. uh, with him about the, the 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 zombies that came from the future cure, zombie future zombies uh, that came about because they cure cancer. What else? I mean, he's done, I like... I haven't seen, like, I Ali. Wrote... He got nominated for Ali. Yeah. He got nominated for that what one... Something mm. Loud Incredibly Close? No, that, that was... No. Is that, that Tom was Hanks? Tom Hanks. No, I think you're thinking... Hmm, oh, I'm getting... So, what is it? Eight Pounds Eight Pounds something? is not the one you're thinking of. It's something in that time frame yeah. he was nominated. Yeah, something another, I haven't watched. It's, <laughs> It's an it's another one of those those kinds of movies, but you know he's just kind of been going after all this stuff, and you know he's had a lot of bombs lately. He's this not, is also the point of his career where he takes risks like this. Yeah, he's not the big like box office you no. know buco box office he's anymore. Thirties and forties, he's now solidly you know, fifty plus. Sure, these are the kind of characters he's going to play. Right, and you know he has to be okay with that. If he gets his Oscar, he will be. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. But we'll see. We're going to go find out. So that being said, any other thoughts, any other stuff you've heard about this movie? Not really. It's, it, I mean, I've seen trailers for it, but you just kind of know. They're just the typical you just, things. You just know what you're going to get into here, and we just need to go and see the story. So let's do it. We're going to go watch King Richard, and we'll be right back. So that was King Richard. Trent, what did you think? That was super good. I also really liked this one. Yeah. I I got all the feels. It was a, it was as I predicted to some degree a feel good sports movie, but there to was plenty of stuff that was like, "Oh, this is sad or this is yeah. dramatic." Yeah, this this was more than the schmaltzy like feel good inspirational sports movie that you're used to. Oh yeah. You said, you know, they, they cleaned him up a little bit. He's yeah. still a little bit intense. Yeah. He's insane. He's, he's <laughs> like, but he, in, a, in a kind of a, an endearing way. Yeah. He, like, it's like, do I hate you? Are you a piece of shit? Or are you just awesome? Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I would err more towards the awesomeness yeah. side of things. He's intense, but yeah, with a, Point. He's got a drive to himself that he imparts to his children. Yeah, when you come from nothing and you feel like you've been a nobody your whole life, yeah. you're going to do everything you can to make sure that never happens to anyone else. Yeah, and a kind of a biopic kind of a movie makes you feel like you know him more. I feel like I know this man a lot more Yeah. than, than I, I ever thought I would. And not just because of what he did with his daughters, but from what he went through as, as a younger person and even as a, as a, as an older person or a contemporary person for the time this was made. He's had a shit life. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and those were the the things that really got to me. Like the kids were just being kids for the most part. And 
And I think that was the most important thing for him is that the kids still need to be kids. They need to have a life. They need to have friends. Yeah. They need to go to school and do well in school. He had to grow the hell up. Yeah. And his father was terrible. Yeah. yeah the story about him taking some monies from his dad, going into a, a place to buy something for his dad from a white man. That story i think got to me more than anything else in the movie there were at least his dad his dad ran away because he started getting the shit beat out of him yep in the segregated south in the 60s yeah in louisiana in the 50s even yeah yeah this has probably been yeah he would have been very young when it was real bad right yeah, I didn't know he was from Louisiana. And at the yeah. beginning of the movie, he started speaking with this very distinct accent, which you don't get in the commercials at all. So I was surprised. Not really. Not really. <laughs> yeah, so Will Smith is absolutely committing to this character. He embodies this he, character. His physicality changed. I was very impressed. Yes. Very impressed by him. So I had had this thought before, and we can touch on this more, but um, I... I Guarantee you he will be nominated this year for an Academy Without Award. Without a doubt. Because he's working real hard here. Yeah. And he does a lot. And he cries. And he is all the emotions. <laughs> and I was getting, like you, getting yeah. really moved by it. Yeah. There were like at least three times in this mm-hmm. movie where I was getting kind of choked up. And I'm like, I like this movie. <laughs> It's super good. And I, I, I said it before, I don't get into movies like this. And I like sports. It's easy to forget they're not that much older than us. No. Venus and Serena are only like five years older than us. Yeah. Not even. Yeah. And, like, I knew who they were in, like, the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. When they were up and coming, mm-hmm. it was really hard not to know who these two were. And you kind of... Anytime something like this happens, where there's a really young prodigy when it comes to sports. Yeah. We went through it with LeBron. We went through it with... Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. We went through it with Kobe Bryant. uh, Maybe to a lesser extent, like a Derek Jeter. Um, But like all these like super young, like right out of high school and and earlier, Mm -hmm. just generational talents that you've never seen before and people get really really excited mm-hmm. and that's just the trajectory that a lot of these people go through and he chose not to have them go down that path yeah i want you to have a childhood i want you to be kids yeah even though i could i could put you in the tournaments at 11 years old sure and you would just wreck shop with all of the juniors that you got in front of you and, and you'd be broken by the time you're 19. Sure. You'd be done. Your yeah. career would be over. Right. And he's not wrong. He is not. How many people did this? Like, they were talking a lot about Jennifer Capriati. I yeah. remember the name Jennifer Capriati. Yeah, I just didn't know what, what else was there. Why is is she relevant here? Other than the fact that she was a, a young uh, kind of upstart. But, yeah, apparently she got busted. She fell into drugs. Yeah. Very young. Mm-hmm. Because you probably, it starts off as, you know, a way to let loose. Yeah. And then you realize, well, fuck, I, I don't have a childhood. Anybody and, who gets forced through their childhood and got yeah. to skip that piece tends to be kind of a fucked up adult. Yeah, you don't get to have that ma- that maturity level. No, and some of them make it through to the other side and some yeah. of them do not. Definitely. Some of them have scars. We've seen the child stars yeah. Of our own generation many times over. Sure. And it's worse with athletes because you're also wrecking your body physically. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't know that about about Jennifer Capriati. Mm-hmm. And I, I understand the approach he took. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, this whole movie, he's the protective father. Mm. It might seem yeah. overbearing. It might seem like he's pushing them too hard. But he is. He is the protective father father Mm -hmm. but ultimately he does leave it up to venus to decide are you ready because if you if you think you're ready this is what awaits you right and it's not just you he tries to explain away this is why i did what i did Mm -hmm. i didn't do it because i don't think that you're ready i didn't do it because i don't think you're good enough i didn't do it because you know i'm just trying to be the contrarian no 
It's not just about this you. Is, I believe that it is for your own good, mm-hmm. but I also realize that you are your own person. You're the one doing the work here, and I have to leave it up to you at some point. Yeah. So, but, but it's also they picked a sport where he knew she would make a difference. Right. Because she is the only child of any color other than white yeah in this entire movie playing this sport yeah there's not an asian kid there is nobody it is her yeah so yeah it's not a mistake that they did it this way Mm -hmm. yeah so i learned a lot of different things that i didn't know about these two like Mm -hmm. i had no idea there were five girls no oh my god i had no idea and they're the youngest i had no idea yeah (laughs) i missed that memo entirely yeah and I don't know what the rest of them are doing. Like, the oldest one is, like, going to college and becoming nurses and lawyers and things they said. Sure. You know, they said that abstractly, but maybe that's because that's what really happened with them. Not everybody can be a pro athlete, but they're all no. really smart and driven people. Sure. I'm sure they're all very successful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they have, like, there's a scene where uh, mom and dad have a fight. There are a few fights. There's a few fights, but the biggest one when he finally, you know, changes his tune a little bit and decides to let her be her own person. Because now at 14, she's kind of gotten to that point where you've got to start letting her decide and having a say. Um, They make mention of his other kids. Right. So he apparently has other kids outside of this family. So probably, again, you kind of have to, you're left to fill in the gaps. Mm -hmm. He grew up. Poor, kind of unloved because his dad just kind of let him get his ass kicked. Yeah. You, in that circumstance, probably are trying to do anything and everything to get out of your situation. And having other kids contextually makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like before he figured himself out, if he was very young. Yeah. They don't say how many. They yeah, don't. And they say don't say when or if it was when, during. Like, if it was during this marriage, like, did he have a relationship it, outside of? Yeah, right. Did it happen say. well well before? And they were just kids from a different person, but from before. Oh, who the hell knows? Um, we can find out, but should, it's not like, relevant to the movie. It's not in the movie, so it's not. Important. Yeah. So they give they give you just enough about him not being the angel that. You might think he is. Yeah. So he's he's a real human with real he's human He's a complicated problems. person. He's complicated. Yeah. So I get all that. I know that they they smoothed over the edges with him, but at the same time, I do feel like I know him much much better. I I see where they're trying to get to with Will Smith's performance in 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 particular mm-hmm. because of the way he moves, the way he talks the way he talks to his family, the way he talks to other people. He's He's got a script and he always follows it. Yeah. Like he, they show him at the beginning of the movie and he's making the same pitch to club after club after club trying to get a coach because they all have a tennis pro. Sure. He just needs somebody to say yes. Yeah. And he spends the first 10 minutes of the movie giving the exact same spiel mm-hmm. because he's got it all figured out. He he woke up one day and he had this plan and he wrote a 78-page booklet. Right, and he had all of this written out. And he's handing it out to people. Yeah. So it's kind of revealed at the very beginning that he got this entire idea because he heard that someone or saw that someone made $40,000 in the course of four days, probably a long tournament. Mm-hmm. And he only made fifty thousand dollars for an entire year, which back in the eighties was pretty damn good for That's if you if you money. were making fifty grand. Yeah, in in the eighties that was pretty good. But, um, but he says, oh, if that's the case, then this is what I'm gonna do. Hey, honey, we're gonna go have two more daughters. We're gonna make ourselves some tennis pros right <laughs> you know and that's just as such an that's abstract an insane that's idea. an insane idea that but you just got it in your mind and you are singly focused yeah so they pretty much changed their entire life they've already got three daughters already mm-hmm. in a small house in california yep the wife ends up being she was a nurse and she would like work double shifts all the time to make a lot of money. Yep. They would go and do their training during the day with their dad, mm-hmm. but then their dad would 
work overnights as a security guard. Yeah. So, like, this family is very, very close. It's very, it's depicted as very, very close, but they never see each other. No. And... No, they, they pack up in the morning when mom's going to work, and then they pack up at night when it's time for bed and he goes to work. Right. Yeah. Right. I know. And they're out there all day. I know that routine. You do. That was my parents. My mom worked all day. My dad worked all day. And then he worked all night when I was in middle school and yeah. high school. Yeah. I would not see my dad from Sunday night when we went to bed until Friday. And if it was planting season or harvest season, you yeah. wouldn't see him at all. No. You know? No, I would literally not see him for four days like, I could see him. He was in bed, but he was sleeping. Right. Because he kept completely opposite hours right. of us. And that's just a different thing. Yeah. You know? Um, and you do that shit because you have to take care of your family. Yeah. That's why my the, dad worked two jobs. Yeah, these are the things that you do to support your family. Mm-hmm. Especially when you have that many kids. When you as have child, that many kids. As a child of a family of six kids. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you, there were things you do to make sure ends meet. <laughs> right. And... and and you nope. don't notice when you're living it. Oh yeah. You don't really notice. No, you if don't you know what you're missing. If you appreciate what you have mm-hmm. and you don't know what you're missing and you've got good parents teaching you the right things. And you know what? That just makes you even closer. Yeah. yeah. These girls did what we did. They all slept in the same bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Now they did it. They had to do it a lot longer than I did. Yeah. We only shared one bedroom with all six kids when my youngest brother was a baby, baby, baby. Also, you weren't all girls. No. <laughs> no. But we did have two sets of bunk beds yeah. and five kids in them. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I can relate to a lot of the things in this as far as those elements. Sure. But, yeah, he, you know, finally figures it out. And he just sort of drags the girls to a club and imposes his will on other people. He's like, hey, guess what? John McEnroe and Pete Sampras, you can stop playing now because my <laughs> girls are going to th- throw some balls. They're going to hit some balls. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Right. That was kind of the most fun for me because this is such a contemporary piece for when we were kids. Yeah. I know all these names. All the names they were throwing out, like Anna Kornikova yep. and Andy Roddick mm-hmm. and Pete Sampras and John McEnroe. Mm-hmm. Like, I know all these names. <laughs> oh my gosh. They were just throwing them out left and right. Right. And they were all new. Like, you know, John McEnroe was already into his career at this point, but he was still young. Youngish, yeah. Youngish. And then you've got Andy Riddick, who they're talking about his older brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's so and so. But just wait, his younger brother behind him. And yeah. I'm like, wait, I know which one I, this is. I know which one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's always fun in movies like this because. I didn't watch a lot of tennis growing up, but I knew all those names. Sure. I knew enough because I paid enough attention that this was ringing bells. And tennis back in the day was one of these sports that, you know, was very much around because of the personalities. Oh, yeah. You know, John... This was a personality John McEnroe was a personality before there were any kind of personalities in that sport. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Because he's John freaking McEnroe. (laughs) John fucking McEnroe, that's it. Thank you. Uh, but that guy just was a was a, a phenom of his own, and it was it was just all these other people around him that it's like oh oh we can be a character yeah. we can we can get our name out there if we are also weird and terrible sometimes people, people pay attention and will pay us right because of that people will continue to come to these matches and pay money yeah because it was really the 70s and 80s that, te- that tennis kind of grew yeah but yeah john macker arguably put it on the map that's and when you get venus and serena that's when it really blew up betsy yes Trent. right now right there now. is an advertisement on tv a commercial uh-huh. for direct tv or something yes. and it's, Who's in it, it's serena williams and john McEnroe. yeah he's still a thing yeah 40 years later that guy is still making money yeah. on a caricature of himself. Yeah, right. And and it's his his line is like are you kidding me or You what? can't be serious. Yeah, something like that. You can't be serious. Yeah, he's when he's oh, come like, on! he's arguing against the uh the, the the line judge or whatever they call it. Yeah. But you know, just seeing the dynamic between Venus and Serena, like they really focus mostly on Venus. Yes. So Serena is well, also there. Yeah, she's the older one. Yeah. And she gets her first shot. 
But in reality, Serena is the one that ended up being the most successful Younger, of scra- all time. Younger, scrappier, and hungrier. And yes. once again, I have brought this up before, and I'm sure I will bring it up many times. Okay. Clearly, you are not a younger sister. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is a weird thing. Like, I'm not really competitive with my sister, but my sister has a PhD. I do not. So yes. it's a lot. She's doctor sister. She's doctor sister. <laughs> Hello, sister. Um, yeah, it's that thing where you can't help but feel like you're in their shadow. You can't help yeah. it. They're older and they're the they're the firstborn and they're driven. Mm-hmm. Not even in this situation the firstborn, but yeah. you know, being younger and they're doing something you also like to do. Mm-hmm. That's tough. And the <laughs> shot of Serena looking out at the at the court. Yep. That right Imagining. there just vi- having a vision of that's going to be me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like that. And I'm and I'm going to win. Yeah. Yeah. And she freaking did. Oh my, oh my god. How god. many do they have between the two of them? 400 I championships. I don't know. More than anyone else. Short yes, answer. By far. More than anyone else. And yeah. There was it was it was a compelling story cuz they kept it focused. So they 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 start at the beginning where they're like 10, 11 years old, mm-hmm. and then they have a little bit of a time jump. Yeah, it's, and then, I think it's three years. Yeah, three years. And then Venus is 14. Um, one of the things I wrote down when they were younger at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. those two girls are adorable. They are. The, the girls playing venus and serena when they're really young Mm -hmm. they have so much chemistry and i believe them for every ounce of it that they are sisters in this movie like the whole group all five of those girls Mm -hmm. they clearly worked really hard on the casting Mm because you know when you're playing sisters you gotta be believable Mm -hmm. and they i believed it I, like, I believed every one of them as a family. Mm-hmm. And they do that by just, okay, you're all just going to spend some time together and get to be sure. friends. Yeah. This is how you form like your best friends. Like I've heard of people making movies where they played sisters and they are still friends. And that was like 20 years ago. Right. Because that's just how you get the character. Yeah. But yeah, they were adorable. And then they aged them up a little bit. And it's weird how just a little bit of a change in hair Mm -hmm. and how you kind of present yourself. Hair and outfits, yeah. They looked older. It's like, how how does your face look older? But (laughs) you're not older. (laughs) Well, they take the braces off and... Or add some braces. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was cool. I thought it was well done. Mm -hmm. The girls were very, very convincing and believable. And, you know, I was... I was kind of hoping that they were going to concentrate more on Venus and Serena rather than Richard, but we got a really good mix of of the Yeah, the I two. thought so. Yeah. And you get little like hints like they're at a tournament and Serena's like, Oh, I'll catch up and then she likes, Oh, I, I'm here to sign in for my tournament, which is over there that my right. dad doesn't know about. Right. Like clearly mom knew about it because she her name wouldn't be on the list if she right. hadn't registered. Right. But she's off in the ten year old group just kicking ass. Right. <laughs> and yeah, there's a lot of, you know, motivational fatherly speeches like, Well, if you started something, you better finish it. You right. already started. Right. And if you don't plan, you know, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. All that stuff. All that stuff. Uh, you know, learn, always be humble. Always be hungry, but always that, be humble. That right there was was kind of a cool thing. Because it's instilling in them the idea of being humble. Mm-hmm. And the way he does it is that they he He's sets them all down. He sets them all down and says, "Okay, let's get. We're gonna watch Cinderella, the animated movie from Disney. Yes, that version. Yes. So at the end, he says, "Okay, well, what did you learn? What did we? What learn? did you learn? What did you learn? Are you making fun? Go to your room. Yep. Say, all right, we're all gonna watch this again because you clearly did not get the lesson. You weren't paying attention, so we're gonna start over." So instead of doing that, he says, what you really need to take away from this is that Cinderella, no matter how shitty that she was treated, Mm -hmm. no matter how high she ended up getting, she treated everybody else the same. Yep. 
and she appreciated what she had and where she came from. Mm -hmm. That is an important thing that a lot of student athletes and young kids do not get instilled in them. Oh my God, like they show it all over this movie when she's in the junior tournaments and these rich little bitches Uh are like throwing tennis rackets and screaming and yelling at themselves like stupid, stupid. Right. Because that's what their parents do. And their parents are saying it to them too. Like you played like a wet noodle out there. Like you're terrible. Like what the fuck? That's your child. Yeah. They're not an, they're not first and foremost an athlete. They are first and foremost a human being and more specifically your child. Right. That's not my point, though. My point is, a lot of these kids... Like, I, I watch the NFL. That's pretty much the only sport that I that I follow yeah. on, on, a, on a yearly basis. So, when I see, like, kids from college come into the NFL... I don't watch the draft. I don't watch college football. But I see these kids coming in with this, you know, big dick attitude that they were the greatest quarterback of all time in college and I'm going to come into the NFL and wreck shop. It never happens. No. Never right away. But it never happens the way you think it's going to. This is big boy stuff, guys. You can't just come in here and just think that you're going to be the the hot shit right off the bat. You are until you're not. And then you you got to basically eat shit for a while yep. until you realize that. If you don't come in with that kind of humble attitude, you're going to be eaten alive and get kicked out in the next two or three years. And your career will be over by the time you're 18. Exactly. Well, yeah. not 18. Well, if you... In the NFL, you're like oh, 20. Oh, in the NFL. Oh, you're yeah. still talking. I thought we were talking about other sports now. We're back to tennis. I'm back sure. to tennis. <laughs> right. Yes. Back to tennis. Well, in the NFL, you'll be done by your 23. Yes. <laughs> that's That's my point here. If you don't come in with that kind of an attitude and you don't realize that you have one of the luckiest jobs that you could possibly get. It is a and, small group, and an you, exclusive club. And yes, you did work your ass off. You have to have talent in order to be in that position. But you know what? Some of the best players are guys that get off the fucking street. Yeah. Undrafted. Yeah. Uneducated. Uh-huh. Joe Schmo. What's that underdog movie that's coming out? Yeah, they did a, an entire movie about Kurt Warner, who got his career started in like the Canadian Football League or some shit. And yeah, you know where all the NFL comes right, from. All of the like, he's like the they call him the greatest unsigned, free, undrafted free agent of all time because he ended up winning like two or three Super Bowls and did not ever be in the normal process of things. So that's exactly what we're talking about in this tennis movie. They didn't follow the the exact process for young kids. They didn't go into the tournament circuit when they should, quote unquote should. He didn't want to in the first place and then he got convinced and then he changed his mind because he saw what happened to some of the people who were in it. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's kind of where I'm coming from here with that uh, that lesson he was trying to teach about about being humble. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then of course, you know, she she finally convinces him, let me play, I'm ready, I want to do this. And she gets in a tournament where she plays the number one world-ranked yeah, person for her group. Person, not kid. No. Woman. Woman. This is the female. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so she is a grown-ass adult. And she starts off poorly, then she starts kicking ass. Yeah. And she gets fucking iced. What was this scene? So this woman is from Spain. Yes. And she walks off the court saying she's got to go to the bathroom. And she is gone for 10 minutes? Yeah. What the hell kind of a sport is this? I do not know the rules of tennis as far as that goes, as far as time. I don't think there's really such a thing as time. You play until the game is done. Yeah. So I guess maybe there's some freedom for bathroom breaks and stuff, especially if you're playing that hard for two hours right but yeah nine minutes that bitch iced her i i mean like it's all psychology at that point as the trainer said yeah this is this is just a dirty trick that is played all the time it's it's the oldest trick in the book you're on a hot streak she's gonna cool you the hell down exactly and she can and that's what happened 
And she's a rookie. She's very much a rookie. She's never done this before. And she fell for it. And she fell for it. And she cooled off. And yeah, she and ended she up lost. getting beat. And you know, that's a it's kind of a good way to end the movie. Yeah. Because she's not a champion right out the gate. Yeah. With her losing, I mean, you could have chosen anything uh, in her later career about her winning or like d- done a time. I kind of figured they were going to do a time jump. More time. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know the story about her losing her first big, big tournament, but that's an important thing to get in her little mind. Yeah. So. And she's beat up about it. Yeah. And she thinks she's let her parents down. She's mm-hmm. like, I was going to win and you told me and now I've let you down. And it's like, no, no, no. You just did this. You went toe to toe with oh the number God. one ranked person in the world. Right. And you lived to tell the tale. Right. That's a big deal. At 14 years old. Yeah. That's insane. And you know what? You, you, can't, you have to have a short memory because right when they exit the building, you got all these kids yes. wanting to chant your name and see you and Screaming get your autograph. and excited. And that, uh, that was another moment. I was yeah. like, they're all so happy to see her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's their new hero. It's like, yeah, that's the point. Yeah. That's why you're doing this. Exactly. That's amazing. And mm-hmm. it's just and and then of course we we end the movie with real footage of their dad and their mom and sisters and the two of them out there kicking ass yeah. doing what they do. Yeah. And I don't have a lot of memories of when this was happening, when they were winning. I just remember hearing their names all the time. Oh yeah. Cuz it had never happened before. And you always remember those white beads in her hair. Oh yeah, when she yes. walked out, I was like, "The beads!" Yep. It's the beads. <laughs> Cuz again, nobody looked like that who mm-hmm. played professional tennis. Yeah. But they stopped thinking it about was... what she looked like no. after they saw her play. Exactly. And the sound, like I just remember the sound when she would run and yeah. they would like hit they, they <laughs> the would... friction. Yeah, they they would clack together. Yeah. It was her signature look for a long time. Mhm. Yeah, I like this one. I think it's definitely worthy of some award praise, at least, if not if not winning. So let's talk about that. We we watched this because we're getting to Oscar season. Yeah. So this did get nominated for Best Picture at the Golden Globes. Yeah. Do you think it's enough to get nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars? I think so. I for, think so. I, I for think, the race as it is right now. Yeah, I think um, the the Academy likes biopics. Yes. Richard Williams is not a name that is on a lot of people's tongues, but I think the story is important enough. Um, and compelling enough. And compelling enough. I never knew any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I think it is very interesting. Um, and the movie is kind of long, too. It's it almost, didn't feel it's long, It's almost though. two and a half hours long, and it did not feel like that. It's very well paced. Yeah. So if you can do that about a biopic about somebody that I've never really even heard heard that much about Mm -hmm. that's who's a fringe character to people you do know exactly yeah exactly because not only are you getting his story you're getting their story but much younger Mm -hmm. because you know what their adult careers have been you don't really know what happens before they kind of make their big debut no not really yeah they kind of came out kicking and swinging Mm -hmm. and have never looked back like they end with like some title like data about here's what happened after this sure and venus a few months after the events of this movie signed a 12 million dollar deal with reebok at 15 years old right and that's insane and the initial deal was gonna be three million yeah they started nike showed up at the door and wanted to offer her three million never having seen her play right and then when she played and won her first game Mm -hmm. they went up to four right and they kept saying no 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 so, yeah, it's wild. It's <laughs> wild. I love it. Uh, but, yeah, I definitely think Will Smith is going to get nominated. Yeah. Um, I have a theory. All it's right. still a forming theory. All right. But I think it is a valid theory. Sometimes there are actors like this that have been nominated a few times, and it just sort of feels like their time. Hmm. Like Brad Pitt won a few years ago or last year or something. Did Brad Pitt really deserve to win when he did? No. But he had been nominated so many times, and the field was kind of open for him to take it. Sandra Bullock. Did Sandra Bullock deserve to win when she did? No. I can't speak to that. You would have more of an opinion because I never saw you, that movie. If you go back and look at the movies these people have won for, Al 
Pacino won for Scent of a Woman. Al Pacino has made some incredible movies. Do I like Scent of a Woman? Yes. Did I think it was entertaining? Yes. Is it his best movie? No. Hell no, it's not. There's a lot of points that I can make about this. Sandra Bullock, Julia Roberts, Gwyneth Paltrow. There's a oh, lot of people God. who have Academy Awards that make no real sense for them to have. So it's not that they're undeserving, mm -hmm. but sometimes it just feels like it's your year and I'm going to give you this trophy because we have collectively decided. I haven't seen the entire race, but I don't think it is an unfounded theory to say that based on this particular performance, the year as it stands, the age he is, the number of nominees he has received, that a lot of people may just decide <laughs> this is Will Smith's year. Betsy, you have a lot of things to say about I'm, this. I, listen, it's purely theoretical. Yes. I just I, have I know, this like, vibe. I, I know where you're coming from. <laughs> I don't necessarily disagree. I haven't seen the field, so sure. I don't know. There might it's be way somebody, too early. It's way too early. And there there are plenty of years where we don't see anywhere near all the movies that where everybody gets nominated. No. So you don't know what people should or should not be deser deserving of. I'm not arguing any of that. I just, at this very early juncture... But Betsy, I, we signs. also know that Glenn Close has never won. And okay, it's been that her is highway year. Robbery. It's been her year for that a is fucking decade. Highway robbery. Alright, here's my thing about that. You mentioned Brad Pitt winning one. Brad Pitt won one for supporting actor. Doesn't matter. It still stands. Does matter because it is a lesser award than best lead actor. Fair. Will Smith will be nominated for Best Lead Actor. Correct. That is a much more competitive category. Just the category. I, don't, I, I have no idea who else is going to be nominated here. Neither do you. No, nobody does. No. So I'm just literally spitballing here. I know that. I know that. And we won't know until all the nominees come out. We won't know until we see more of the movies and hear what other people are uh, saying about the rest of the nominees. Now... There's going to be a lot more movies where people are getting some buzz about them. Yes. That we haven't seen yet. They're on our list. Oh, and trust me, you know, there's things like the year Jeff Bridges won. Yeah. Nobody expected that. Yeah. He kind of came out of nowhere and started winning awards and they were like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Like at the very last minute, everybody was expecting someone else to win all these awards and then he came in and took it. Do you think he deserved to win for Crazy Heart? Yes, I do. Okay. Yes, I do. Okay. Do I think Will Smith deserves to win for this? Potentially. I don't know who else he's nominated against. But the I mean, thing I heard about this movie before it came out, yeah. when it came out, as it's been running, everybody has a lot of really positive things to say about him and his performance. Absolutely. And I'm just saying, for the age he is, for the number <laughs> of times he has been nominated, for the positive response he is receiving... I have to wait and to see what the rest of the nominations look like, what the field looks like. But I have seen it enough times to know that it feels like a thing that happens where they just sort of decide, this is your year and here is your award, sir. Okay, Betsy, I have a question for you. Okay. <laughs> this is now the third movie that we have seen where it's kind of the Oscar buzz around this movie. Yes. Are you going to say that Will Smith is going to win the Oscar for Best Lead Actor? I never said that. I am just I'm asking you, are you just going to call it? I think there is a very real set of circumstances that he might. It feels like a cop-out, but okay. I, okay. It is too early to say. I it just, is. You know when you just have this little itch in the back of your brain that you I get can't it. ignore? I get That's it. what I'm feeling with this one. Yeah. I am saying it could be completely unfounded. It is just this little itch that I have yeah. where I have had the thought creep into my brain and I don't discount it. Remember what happened last year? What the hell happened last Chadwick year? Chadwick Boseman oh, was yeah. the... He was Odds going to win. on favorite Full to stop. win best lead actor. And it went to the person that who deserved I, it. who absolutely deserved it. I was pulling for him to get it and he got it. Anthony, Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins won for the father. For an incredible performance. 
That was, oh my yeah. God, go just back thinking listen, about it makes me weep. <laughs> go back and listen to that episode where we covered that earlier this year. It was incredible. But the odds on favor that year was Chadwick Boson. If you were because, betting, you'd have hey, lost. Because of all of the circumstances behind it, I'm not saying that he would not have deserved it. We never saw the movie. No. But, not yet. again, for all of the people talking that it was just going to be Chadwick because of all of those things, they were all wrong. It went right. to the person that deserved it the most. Yes. And hey. we'll see. It is so early. We keep saying it. I'm just making a point to throw it out there because we are on the topic of this movie. It's true. And we make a point. Anytime we're going to watch one of these movies, we're going to talk about like what we think it's going to be nominated for. So, so far... We've said best picture, Two, probably, certainly, yeah. and best lead actor. Do you anybody else or anything else? Uh, I don't know. The, so, like you said, the supporting category is kind of broad and strange. I think the wife, mother, will. I was thinking that will probably get in here because she might squeak in there. There, she was very good. There are people who have won Oscars for, for less, less, yeah. less screen time and less um, impact, but yes. she was damn good. I, I don't really know her, her name. I don't even know what the character's name is. No, I also do not. But she was damn good. Yeah, so she was really good. Um, I don't think any of the girls necessarily. There's not really a lot of other people that do no, much. No, I don't think so. Uh, maybe screenplay? Like an adapted screenplay? I don't know if this is from source uh, material. No idea. Uh, I think there was an original song in the credits. Beyonce had that, yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's probably a thing. That, that's kind of a throwaway uh, for Billie, the, a movie Billie like Billie Eilish this. is going to win that. Probably. <laughs> probably. And she'll make a face like, oh my God, why me? What? No. Because <laughs> that's what she does. Because she's 20 years old or whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think this one's a little bit tricky. I don't know about the technical awards. Maybe editing? Like, there's some good editing in this. Yeah. Like, anytime you're doing a match like that. Sound, too, because there's sound. a lot of tennis ball yeah. sounds. <laughs> the whack. I love yep. that sound. Yep. That's a great sound. Yep. <laughs> and you know what? The co- I'm going to say this. This has nothing to do with the Oscar stuff. When they were out in the rain. Yeah. The ball traveling through the rain, just like having a trail of water behind it, it looked so cool. It was cool. I want to go out and do that. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I think anything else is probably going to be more technical. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, Costumes were good, too. Maybe director. I don't know. I director don't is so. such a crapshoot because it's director, such a broad category. Director always seems to go to, like... Steven the, Spielberg. Right. The big, big epics. And, like, last year it went to one where it was a lot of landscapes and, like... Oh, yeah. Fu- like beautiful fun, movies. Just beautiful stuff. Yeah. Life that's, of Pi. That's who the director Nomad Oscar goes Land. to all the time. Yeah. yeah. And Steven Spielberg. And sometimes James Cameron. <laughs> and sometimes not. Sometimes not. Sometimes he loses to his ex-wife. That's right. Deservedly so. Yes. So those are my thoughts on this movie. Anything else you want to add about King Richard Trent? I don't think so. Um, I think I liked it more than what I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah. Because, again, we, we said, you know, we didn't really watch movies like this. I I kind of equate a movie like this as, like, a fucking made-for-TV movie on, on ESPN. If it were made, like, you could have made this movie in the early 2000s for TV. That is absolutely yes. something that could have existed. They could also could have just made it for TV yeah. with any actors out there. A biopic about the Williams sisters, right, yeah. Right, but it wouldn't have been done nearly as well if you didn't have the weight of, you know, Will Smith was also a producer of it. So, yeah. hey, he's got some clout. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think that's about it. Um, I don't really have any other thoughts. Did you? Yeah. No, I think... I think this was a good one. I'm glad we watched it. We'll see where yeah. it falls come awards season. Yeah, I, I think it's very much deserving. Uh, no emails today just because of the, the, the slapdash nature of this one. Uh, we had to squeeze this one in before it left HBO Max. So apologies because this is coming out after it's already off HBO Max. We apologize. Eventually you'll, you'll have see to go it. rent it. You'll have something. to go rent it or see it in the theater. 
we ended up seeing it for no extra charge. So <laughs> anyway, um, uh, if you want to reach out to us and tell us uh, what you thought of this movie. If Does you... Will Smith deserve an Oscar? He, I mean, he's a good actor. He's fine. But maybe Does not he deserve it now? Okay. Um, yeah, reach out to us. Email us. Uh, what do you think about this movie? If you've seen it yet, do you want to see it? What else are you looking forward to this Oscar season? Yeah, what do you, what have you seen that you think is deserving of an Oscar? What what movies are you buzzing about that you really want to see uh, that maybe aren't out yet? It's got to be out soon. Or very limited release. But yeah, that's the thing. It's was your city selected? My God, I hope your city was select selected. Cities only. <laughs> Our city is never selected, Betsy. No, it's not. Thankfully, a lot of these movies are going to be coming out on like HBO and Amazon and Netflix and all this stuff. So, oh, what a what a world we live in. Yes. It's pretty cool. But tell the people how they can contact what? us. Email us at neverseenitpod at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter, neverseenit underscore pod. And instead of asking you for money, today I'm going to ask you to tell your friends about us. Do that. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Twitter. Uh, yeah. The only way to, to grow this podcast is by word of mouth. We're not going to advertise it because We got no stupid. money to pay for advertising. No. No. We're just, what do you think I am made of money? Yeah. This is a shoestring budget and silly string and... A silly string Silly budget. string and shoelaces and all that stuff. Bubble gum and tape. Yeah. All those cliches. So... Yes, please tell your friends. It is coming up to uh, Oscar season. This is our favorite time of year when it comes to movies. So It's my Super Bowl. <laughs> right. It's Betsy's Super Bowl. My Super Bowl will be... The Super Bowl. <laughs> the Super Bowl. <laughs> Around the same time, too. Um, but yes, that is the end of the show, Betsy. We're going to be back with another probably random movie. I don't know what we're going to do next. We don't plan ahead, you guys. <laughs> I mean, we plan ahead to a point, but with what's available to us at the time. We also pivot. Yes. Uh, convenience is the name. That's is, right. Is the middle name of this podcast. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up. This has been Never Seen It. I have been Betsy. And I am always Trent. And we thank you for listening. And we'll see you. We'll, we'll talk to you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.